My entitled ex-girlfriend demands the engagement ring I was going to use to propose to her before she broke up with me. Eventually, the cops were involved and she was arrested. Here's what happened. A while back, I was dating this girl for roughly two years. I thought things were going great, but apparently, she was just dating me because she liked to tell people she was in a relationship. The way she would describe me was being too immature and honestly not worth the rest of her life. Those were her exact words that a friend of mine said to me before we broke up. But before I get ahead of myself, I went out and bought a ring and I had this entire thing planned out to propose to her. However, she was suddenly not available for several weeks in a row. Well, my fears rang true as she suddenly showed up at my place one day and acted like everything was normal. And as we talked, she started grabbing for everything that was hers. About halfway through, I just kind of looked at her and said, "Uh, don't forget your hair dryer. It would be awkward to have you come back over after you dumped me. This sparked a long and awkward conversation where she was just fake crying. I had realized right then and there that I was an idiot. The way she acted, the way she spoke, and the way she treated me just screamed that she did not care about me. I was absolutely, honestly devastated, but seeing her made me angry. I had realized she was lying to me this entire time. About a month later, a friend of hers called me up and asked if she could come over to talk. I asked why, and she said that my ex pissed her off and she wanted to tell me some things. My mind immediately goes to the worst case scenario like she needs to tell me that I need to go see a doctor or something like that well her friend came over and we chatted for a while you see her friend was beyond pissed off and she was close to ending the relationship with her entirely so in her mind her way of getting back at her friend who just happens to be my ex is for her to spend some quality time with her ex-boyfriend that being me if you know what I mean me being in the mental state that I was in I said yes but in reality what I really said was huh Sure. Yeah, we could do that if you really want to. So she ends up staying over for a few days as we get to talking about my ex-girlfriend. I tell her about the ring and she had the best idea to get back at my ex. So she thought it would be good if we both laid down on the bed and I post a picture of ourselves with the ring in between us. I thought that was a terrible idea, but I wanted my ex to feel like garbage, so I went ahead and did it. Not even two hours later, my ex was at the door. We posted this picture at about 11 o'clock in the morning and she was at my place at 1240 or something like that. Right off the bat, she tried to act like breaking up with me was a mistake. She said that I was the best boyfriend she ever had, and she was getting scared with how serious things were getting. She said she made a terrible mistake in breaking up with me. Well, her friend immediately goes into a rant about my ex, saying that she was manipulative and that neither of us would believe this sob story she was giving. I gotta say, I'm very glad that my friend was there, because I might have been stupid enough to believe my ex. I reminded her of how she treated me when she broke up and that she should go home, saying that she was just wasting her time. Well, now she brought up the ring. She said to me that she deserved that ring under the law and said that rings are gifts and that I cannot take it back. In unison, me and her friend said that I never gave it to her in the first place. We both looked at each other and laughed a bit as the absurdity of the situation was getting outrageous. She then went on to say that she was owed that ring and that she was not leaving without it. At about this time, a police officer came up the stairs wanting to know what the trouble was. I guess we made enough noise that the neighbors called the police. The female officer asked what the situation was. Everyone tried to talk all at once, but the officer shut us down. She pointed to my ex and asked her what the problem was. She said she was trying to pick up her stuff after we broke up. The officer then asked me if that was true. I 
explain the situation of how my ex broke up with me before I had the chance to propose to her and that she was never given the ring. Throughout the conversation, two more officers showed up, one of them being the supervisor. The whole story was explained like four times. At one point, my ex even said that the money from the ring will help her pay off her car. I responded after hearing this outrageous statement that the ring isn't expensive and it was bought used off of a website. And I reminded her that I am an IT tech so I couldn't afford some crazy expensive ring. The anger and rage that came over her face was immediately apparent to everyone. She stepped forward and punched me in the chest and kicked at me before being tackled to the ground by the female officer. The supervisor on scene told us to go inside while they get her under control. We did, and about 10 minutes later, they came back. They wanted my statement, and I told them I didn't want to press charges against her, but they said, yeah, it doesn't work like that. We saw it, so it's being processed. She ended up getting a misdemeanor of for it and she never did get that ring what an absolute dumpster fire all of these people are this guy got dumped by his girlfriend who's clearly crazy this lady's friend then goes over to this boyfriend to get back at her friend by spending quality time with her ex-boyfriend this is like off of like some daytime tv show this is ridiculous i mean i hate to use this terminology but if any relationship could be seen as a hot mess this whole situation is just a steaming pile of hot mess i think this guy got off easy by getting away from his ex-girlfriend Girlfriend, she is clearly unhinged and was obviously only using him just to say that she had a relationship going. Like, she clearly didn't like him at all. And maybe it's mean, but for me personally, I kind of love it when people pop off in front of the police and they show their true colors. It only takes a little bit to really frustrate them enough for them to really start acting the way they normally act when people aren't around. And when they do and they start lashing out like that, it's wonderful to see because you know for a fact they're about to get punished for the behavior that you've dealt with behind closed doors for years. So good for this guy for getting away from his crazy ex-girlfriend and hopefully he can put that ring to better use on someone that he knows for a fact will love and care for him for the rest of his life an entitled group of strangers add me to a group message and try to guilt trip me into planning somebody else's wedding for free and they simply would not take no for an answer it's 5 a.m and roughly an hour ago i got added to a group chat with multiple people whom i've never met i still honestly have no idea who some of them are the first message was welcoming a bridal party i have a few friends getting married soon, but I'm not part of any of their parties. I have been asked in the past, but I've said no. I personally have too much going on, and my partner is high risk for COVID, and I don't want to risk that. I'm also trying very hard to be very careful about who I spend my time around. Everyone knows this, and I haven't gone out, and 99% of my friends are online only. This is not something new or groundbreaking for my life right now either. As soon as I got invited, I read the intro, and I knew that it was going to be another crap story. I keep getting volunteered for anything wedding related ever since I planned my best friend's wedding. Apparently, I did a great job, but because of this, people I don't know keep messaging me, expecting me to plan their weddings. Most of them expect this for free, and as you can imagine, of course I have not done any of them. I am not a wedding planner. I'm studying to be a mortician. I think those two things are very far away from each other in terms of career options. I don't respond to the group chat, and I try to get some sleep. Eventually, my my phone rings and it's the person who added me on the other line, who by the way, I have never been close with but they for some reason felt the need to try and call me. I deny the call and message her that I am not interested in anything wedding related. And at that point I also leave the group chat. She tries calling again, numerous times. So as a result, I block her. Again, I have never been close with her. And that's when my friend this lady's sister, messages me in all caps that I cannot ignore a pregnant lady. She went 
on and on about how hard it is to plan a wedding as well as take care of her kids. Both of these people have children and I honestly don't know how many each of them have. But this friend I have known for less than two months and whom I've met online as well as never met in person decided she wanted to get involved and try and guilt trip me into this situation. I tell her I don't care that they have children and I rip into her. She's constantly complaining about not having friends and I made sure she knew that this entitled behavior is probably why. So as a result, I block her too. Remember kids, just because you're crazy and have kids does not mean I will plan your wedding for free. Wedding planning is no joke. That is one of those jobs where it is high risk, high reward. Because if it really goes wrong, you're in deep trouble. But on the opposite end, if it goes off really well, you're going to be seen as some amazing, incredible person. And it's going to be the most special night in these people's lives, probably forever. So it's really funny to me that this lady is somehow sucked into the wedding planning business without ever trying to be in the business in the first place, all because she did a good job at her best friend's wedding. But wow, is it absolutely inappropriate for these people to try and guilt trip this lady into planning this wedding simply because the bride is somehow pregnant, as well as pretty much everybody else in this group, it sounds like. Like, I'm really sorry that you have kids and that having kids is hard, but that does not mean that you're going to be planning somebody's wedding for free. There's also no way that anybody should allow that to happen for free. Like, if you're going to be planning somebody's wedding, you better be getting paid because that's a lot of work. That's a lot of logistics and that's a lot of hoops to jump through. So good for this lady for sticking to her values and blocking this lady after she was being super toxic because nobody needs that and nobody needs that kind of entitlement in their life. I feel like my husband prioritizes his gaming friends over me and I'm not sure what to do about it. My husband and I have been together for a little over a year and we've been married for about two and a half months. While we were dating, he would spend lots of time with me and did everything he could to make me feel special. I've always known he has online friends he plays video games with and understands that he occasionally needs guy time to decompress. I have absolutely no problem with that. The thing that bothers me is that ever since we've been living together, since late September of 2021, his friends have seemed to take first place. He spends about 70 to 90% of his time outside of work, either texting or playing a game with them. When he does play, he will play with them for three to four hours at least. I've expressed my concerns about it several times, explaining that we don't really spend time together anymore unless we're sleeping or trying for kids. I've explained that for months now, I have felt like I'm in second place for him. He always says something along the lines of, well, that's not true. You're my wife and I love you. And then either guilts me by saying I never let him play with them or that he's not allowed to have friends because of me. Both things are absolutely not true. I'm just tired of not getting the quality time I used to get with him. What do I do to get my husband to want to date me again? How do I convince him to see that his spouse should come first? What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So this is a really tricky situation because I had to check this first and foremost. Both of the people in this story are 19 years old. So the husband and wife in this situation both got married very young, which honestly explains the way this husband's acting. Why on earth would you get married that young and then expect your husband to start acting mature and spending all his time with you? In my opinion, you're way too young to be married. And it sounds like your husband's responsibilities are not in the right place. I'm also willing to guess that these people have not had a long-term relationship 
before getting married, and that this just kind of happened and they just ran with it. In my opinion, this is a very bad idea. You're sprinting towards parenthood when both of you are still teenagers. Like, let's slow down a little bit and see where this goes first. I think maybe getting to know your husband a little bit more before you get married probably would have been very good. Obviously, you knew about his online friends and you knew that he was going to spend a lot of time gaming, but what you probably didn't predict is that while you're living together, he's probably going to be spending a lot of that time gaming with his friends too. So yeah, I think you got a long road ahead of you to be completely honest, and I think you should have another honest conversation with your husband and say, hey, I want equal time. Hopefully this all goes well, and hopefully you're able to make this marriage work, because in my opinion, 19 years old is way too early to get married. My best friend and I haven't spoken in a year, and I'm planning my wedding, and I really need some advice on how I should reach out. We've been best friends for over half my lifetime. We were roommates for a year and a half in my early 20s without issues, especially beyond small bickering with chores and stuff along those lines. We had remained close even after we didn't live together. We are our most authentic and genuine selves together and can say anything without fear of judgment and we knew each other's secrets, dreams, fears, everything. We are silly together but we can be serious. We know how to cheer each other up and how to make each other laugh. We have been there for each other at our lowest as well as our highest points and our bond is palpable. I love him and I know he loved me. We have had periods of low as well as no contact before but those were never one-sided and we always came back together as if nothing had happened. These periods sometimes coincided with new boyfriends on his part, something I thought he'd learn from. Otherwise, it was just when life would take us in two different directions, like going to college or getting a new job. But we would always be there for each other and stop whatever we're doing to help the other person, no matter how long it had been. During mid-2020, we reconnected after one of those low contact periods. After he broke it off with his boyfriend at the time and moved home, we had a heart-to-heart, and we vowed to never go silent again, and we returned everything back to normal. But then, when he began dating again, he'd go for a few weeks without responding. He missed my engagement and seemed genuinely remorseful and vowed to be better at staying in touch. This was in January of 2021. That didn't even last all of January. We reconnected again in May, where he tearfully apologized for ignoring me all those months, and I learned he got a new boyfriend. Then in June, he moved to a neighboring state with his new said boyfriend, which was about six hours away. So in June of 2021, he officially moved. He wasn't in the best headspace due to issues with his boss as well as his colleagues, and he was hoping that this transfer would give him a fresh start. I tried checking in often and maintaining contact, but only a week after the move, he stopped responding to text messages as well as not answering my phone calls. I've tried countless times to get in touch. Calling and texting don't work, and he doesn't use social media. My messages that I would leave would vary between normal and sometimes silly, with the messages themselves being me either just checking in, having some semblance of concern, but in no way were they ever there to try and make him angry. I'm planning my wedding for late September now. He's always said he'd be in the party, as we've previously daydreamed together of how certain life milestones would happen, with each of us as involved in the others as possible. But now, I don't even have his address to send an invitation. Obviously, he won't have a role in the wedding, per se, but I hope that he would at least want to attend. I reached out to his mom last week, whom I've always been very close with as well. I made it clear that there is no pressure to respond, and I do not want her to feel like I was putting her in the middle of anything. I just wanted her to know that I was concerned because I haven't heard from him, and I wanted to be able to say I tried everything. She replied and said that he was doing well, but often has a hard time getting in touch. She said she has called his boyfriend sometimes to get him to respond, and that she reached 
out to ask if he could get in touch with me. I thanked her and left it at that. He did try calling me that night. I was at a family meeting and I didn't see the missed call until two hours later. He didn't answer when I tried calling back. So I just texted him apologizing for missing his call and hoping he would link up soon. I also sent him our wedding website so he could RSVP without the physical invitation in his hands. But guess what? I got no response and no RSVP. So I called him again yesterday. This was a week after the first missed call and still there was no answer. I have been drafting a final attempt text message for a while. To summarize it and after putting my feelings out there and just explaining that I miss him and that I'm worried about him, I offered to drive out to him to meet up for lunch or something. Maybe I've done or not done something to upset him, but if he'd help me understand, I feel we could work through it. We can hash this out in person if he wants so we can move forward or at least move on. I ended it by saying if I don't hear back, then I know he just wants to move on, which I would respect. I also said that I'll always hope the best for him and that he's an amazing person who deserves the best in life. I haven't sent this message yet, but I'm honestly just looking for some advice. I imagine most of you will tell me it's a lost cause, that people grow apart, and it's just a fact of life. I can understand that and I can respect that, but I really do feel an urge to make this final attempt. After everything he and I have been through, I just really want to feel like I've truly tried everything. And also, I want to make it known that there are consequences for his continued silence. I just want to let him know that if he doesn't respond and if he doesn't come to the wedding, that I don't think there's much of a friendship worth salvaging. I guess I'm just asking what anyone else thinks. Is there anything else I should be doing? Should I even send this final attempt text message? Is there anything else I could try that maybe I'm not looking at? What should I do? I think if your friend's not responding back, that's a pretty clear message that they either want to move along or they don't care about your situation. I think the fact that they called you back is only because the mom got involved and probably grilled their son for not getting in contact with their former best friend. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure what the situation might be, but it sounds like your friend is in a different place. And that's okay. Friends drift apart. Like that cliche really is true. There are some friends I used to be ride or die with that now I barely talk to. And in some situations, that's okay. You clearly have your life ahead of you. You're getting ready to be married and there's nothing wrong with you taking those steps forward and saying, hey, this is the direction I'm going. If you want to be a part of it, then come along for the journey. So I don't think the text message you plan on sending is wrong in any way. I think you have it lined up perfectly and I think you've given some wonderful caveats as well as cop-outs if he really needs it. So in my opinion, go ahead and send the text message. But for the sake of your friendships, I really hope things work out because it sounds like you two had a great friendship together and I would hate to see that go to waste. My ex-boyfriend texted me nearly two years after breaking up with me and I'm not sure what to make out of it. I'm looking for an opinion on this strange thing that happened yesterday. I am a 20-year-old female and I woke up to a message from my ex-boyfriend yesterday. He texted me at 3 in the morning telling me that his grandma was sick and that it brought up old memories for him. He essentially apologized, saying all the things I would have loved to hear when he first broke up a year and a half ago. I am now in a happy, healthy relationship and I am just completely stumped as to why he felt it necessary to text me in the first place. It has been almost two years after all. I did respond and was very short with him. And to be honest, I was kind of a jerk. I decided afterwards to just block him because it's not worth my time or my stress. It was a horrible relationship. We were together for three years in which he treated me like I was an option most of the time. And he even ended up confessing feelings for his close friend, which ultimately destroyed our relationship. He destroyed me and my sense of 
self-worth. I suspect he may have narcissistic tendencies. So why would he do this? Is there some specific reason? Has anyone else ever experienced anything like this before? So to me, this screams I'm looking for attention, if anything. This guy screwed up the one relationship that he ever had that actually was worth something. And he messed it up on his terms. He ruined it completely. And you know what? He probably wants to get back with you because he knows he can make you the victim again. And I bet you this made him feel some sense of power in the relationship. Honestly, blocking him was the best thing you could have done. Especially since this guy was not a good person to this original poster. I don't blame this OP for blocking them at all. In my opinion, you just don't need that kind of energy in your life. Especially after finally securing a solid, healthy relationship with someone who loves you and is going to treat you like a human being. The last thing you need to do is open the door for some narcissist who treated you like garbage for years to come walking back into your life and somehow get between you and your current relationship. Honestly, you did the right thing, you blocked him, and you got rid of him. Because if you remember correctly, that's exactly what he did to you. So best of luck to you, and I really hope this guy doesn't message you again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.